Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one educational page of Talmud every day. Because today on Nedarim 36, we get a lesson in how to educate your children. Have a listen. The Gemara asks, however, why do they require that their father say to them, the one of you who will ascend to Jerusalem first will be privileged to eat from that lamb when no actual acquisition takes place? They're talking about a scenario in which a father says to his children, hey, first one to Jerusalem gets to partake in the sacrificial Passover lamb. It, says the Talmud, is in order to motivate them in the performance of mitzvot. This is also taught in the Baraita. There was an incident that transpired where a father said to his sons and daughters that they should compete to see who reaches the sacrifice of the Paschal Lamb first. And the daughters preceded the sons, and the daughters were found to be motivated, and the sons to be lazy. This humorous account basically brings up an interesting question. How do we motivate children? It is a question that any of us who are parents or uncles or aunts or grandparents or teachers or caregivers or friends or in any way children adjacent have had an opportunity to grapple with at one point or another. You don't want to be too strict, but you don't want to be too lax. You don't want to make it too transactional by saying, hey, you know, read five books and I'll buy you a video game. But you also want to give some kind of motivation. And so to get to the bottom of this, I figured it would be a good idea to have a real frank conversation. And so I called this show's producer, Daron Ruskay, father to two adorable twins, Nachshon and Betzalel. And I know Daron very frequently is a master of motivating his children. And as a result, his children are awesome. And so I asked Daron to press play on the family's audio recorder and have a frank conversation with Nachshon and Betzalel about what it means to be motivated and what works and what doesn't work from their perspective. Have a listen. Hey, boys. Thanks for joining me. Abba, what an absolute joy. So, it's an interesting question. What are the best ways that you get motivated, either by me or by other things, whether it's get your homework done, work on your Dvar Torah, clean your bedroom, play guitar. What are the ways that work? What are the ways that don't work? What do you think, Patel? So, um, I one way get motivated, like to do homework and like do good in school. It's just by like, I don't like it when my parents are disappointed. And like, they, they, if they see my report card and it looks just like really bad, like they just like look disappointed. And also with things at home, like guitar and stuff like that, what normally happens is I could get a punishment that I don't really like. Mm-hmm. What do you think, Nacho? Um, I think that what motivates me to play guitar and do homework when I come home from school is that, like, when I when I ask, I can't like play Nintendo or do like fun things or or do something on my phone until after I've finished my homework. So, like, it gets me to do what I want to do after I've done what I need to do. Do you guys feel like it's better off when, like, I come in and say, okay, do it, do it, do it? Or do you think it's better off when you guys kind of have your own sense of, whether, whether it's because you, can't, you know you can't do something, is it helpful for you to remember what needs to get done and then motivate yourself versus when I push you to do something? 
I think that it's better, um, mostly um, when you tell us, but sometimes I like it when you don't, because um, a bunch of the time, I know what I have to get done, and like I'm able to do it, but sometimes I just don't want to, and like I procrastinate, and then I wouldn't end up doing it if I wasn't like forcefully told that I would have to do it. What do you think, Nachon? I find sometimes that it's helpful for you to drop in on the, and just like check while I'm doing it and not come in and say, do it, do it, do it, but like come in and check on us while we're doing it because it makes it that like if I, I don't get that distracted by whatever I'm doing because I don't want to like get caught doing anything. So what I would do is then I'd get back to work and then I'd, and then I'd do more work and I don't get as distracted on other stuff. Another thing that they talked about in the Talmud that, that Liel was talking about was the idea of a competition, right? So he said that the brothers and the sisters were each told to compete against each other to see who would get to the temple to be able to have the feast. And the daughters all succeeded and the sons were lazy. It's interesting, and I don't want to talk about brothers and sisters, but you guys are no longer at the same school. But I wonder what it used to feel like when you guys were at the same school and had similar homeworks. Did you guys have a feeling of competition with one another? I felt like, especially last year, that it felt like I was in the class that got the most homework. So every day I was working on homework for so much longer than Bitsawa was. And so then... Bittal was done with his homework very quickly, and I was always so annoyed because even though he wasn't always only doing homework, he still was able to finish before me, so that got very annoying. And I felt like when I did finish before him, I was really, really happy. What do you think, Boo? So, we always compete, no matter what we're doing. Yes, it did feel like a competition a lot when we were doing homework, because, like, it felt like math always came easier to him, and like I'd always feel like I was like behind. So I'm kind of glad that we don't go to the same school because we were learning different things. And I do feel it felt like a competition a lot when we were at the same school. But so like also I think that it's kind of like a good thing that we were competing when we went to the same school because it was like we felt like we had to learn it faster than the other, which made us learn faster. Right. So competition isn't the worst thing. And thankfully, neither of you are lazy. So thank you guys. And uh, you guys do great learning. <laughs> and you're very, very cute. Thanks and for... sometimes very lazy. And sometimes very lazy. Thanks for joining me. You're welcome. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, please go rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or on whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. And get your Take One t-shirts and mugs at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruskay, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Tanya Singer, Courtney Hazlett, Robert Scaramuccia, Mark Oppenheimer, and Sarah Fredmanader. 
For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeonedafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic. <laughs>